0: hello friends just wanted to let you all know that we now have an official fantasy pants discord server feel free to come on in hang out talk some nerdy shit and just uh have a great time with us you can find the link in our link tree in the show notes and on all of our socials at fantasy pants pod
1: Gems. Less known, however, was their proclivity for producing even finer heroes. One such figure is a legendary enigma known only as the Magesmith. His name and clan are known. The dwarven warrior wizard has remained a figure of great mystery to the world at large. The Magesmith was named for his unique weaponry. A smith and hammer for close confrontation, as well as a pair of long tongs used in magical focus, and in the rare instance, as a tool for grappling foes.
2: With a heart that burns hotter than a dwarven forge and the soul of a craftsman,
1: the Magemith has worked hard to beat and burn the impurities out of our worlds. Tythos has been lost to us, and we will always mourn that loss. But we must always appreciate the incredible things our sapphire world has left behind after its fall. So, as we move together, I want y'all to remember this Of all the great works our Magemith has forged, the most precious is a piece he's brought to many, many lives.
2: Thank you, Hooli Forge, for filling out our world just a little bit more. Hey, hey. Sorry, I sniped your character off the Discord there. It just sounded <laughs> so cool. I couldn't hold myself. So, uh, you know, this, this is a little thing I'm trying out, a little something new. Uh, every once in a while, when I'm, when I'm feeling like it, when Storyteller Orns feeling like it, he wants to uh, do a little Luminary Spotlight. Some of them will be characters in setting, and some of them could be characters we'll take from the Discord, because, well, I want to get you guys in my setting, we want to fill this out. We got 200 plus luminaries out there doing their cool things up to their shenanigans. And
0: you guys should be a part of that. What are you up to fellow luminaries? Mm-hmm. What are you up to
2: fellow luminaries? Let me know. And thank you, Hooli Forge, for uh, being my test drive.
3: Hell yeah. First uh, fan luminary spotlight.
2: Hell yeah. First of many, I hope. Hopefully, I yeah. hope.
3: <clears throat> yeah, hit us up on the Discord. Drop your uh, luminary in there. Hold on. I'm like really dry. <laughs> You're moment. always you're
2: always really <laughs> dry,
3: Stephen. <clears throat> no, this is the this is the end of the Stephen with a cold. It's been the past like <laughs> like three or four weeks.
2: A Stephen Cold trilogy?
3: Yeah. But now I think I'm finally <laughs> I think I'm finally over it. And uh to celebrate. Hey. Ooh. And to wet my whistle.
2: They oh, go can of can Jerry, That whistle. was probably awful. Any way. Let's get some Sirenscape going. I'm going right into it because, honestly, my note
0: page is massive, and I don't think we're going to get to it all today, but I so want to. No, you know we're going to get through, like, one line of it. We're going to get through one line of this note page. It's going to be it. I
2: mean, that that happened last week, so hey. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. You guys are in the preserve of the ancestors, and you are traveling to the north. Last we checked in, you were heading towards a rural town. I don't believe those plans have changed, am I correct?
3: I don't think so. Yeah, let's head on to a rural town. Yeah.
2: All right. Give me a moment, because I lost my map.
3: I was going to say, I was like, was that not in your notes? Was that not in your, notes? <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, in your yeah. extensive notes document?
2: My, look, my map is not my notes document. It's in my notebook, in my... My you, map you are is such not a in my, mess. my map is not my notes document. What it's in my mess. notebook. And my notebook is in my house.
3: Um you, you put the map on Discord actually.
2: I also have it on my phone.
3: Okay, I just want like, to get the idea
2: Okay. You guys are moving north. Soon the sandy dunes beneath your feet slope down, level out. And swiftly overtaken by grass which grows and grows and grows to the point where you're moving through this long grass or savanna far ahead you can see a sort of temperate forest and at the edge of this forest where the savanna sort of meets it you can see the heart of the citadel, you can see auroral town just these colorful spires of diamond jutting out from the sort of ground here catching your eye and you move The savannah becomes rolling, hilly grasslands, much like the ones on on God's Breath, as you have to cut. At some point, you basically see uh, there's a river uh, blocking your way, but a ways down it, there's a bridge heading towards the base of this uh, larger sort of city inside this, this nature preserve. And so you cut down the river, go through this area that looks eerily like God's Breath. Maybe far off on a hill, you catch
1: the sight of A jasper pecan tree, just hanging out. It's all like, how you guys doing?
3: And the ground shakes a little bit.
2: (laughs) 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 And you move. As you go, I'll say this. Uh, Actually, give me an insight check. Let's Let's do some dice rolling here. Oh, alrighty. Insight, you say? Insight.
3: Well, if you don't remember, I'm not great at that. Well, Zebulon's not great at that. That's a ten.
0: That's a fourteen. Fourteen.
2: Okay. Yes. Um. Okay, Zebulon. Classic Zeb. You're kind of slow to to catch this.
3: Oh, dude, he's oblivious. Like so enthralled by what's happening around him, just in awe of the beauty and the nature. Watching a, he's he's following a butterfly.
2: <laughs> I'll say this, this: you catch like a vague idea. Like basically, Jean Franklin seems quiet. That's all you know. Doesn't really seem like anything more than he's just taking in the view, maybe. Um, and then far ahead of you, you actually see Mesmerize and Grunt, who are kind of moving. You probably saw them as sort of dots moving along ahead of you this whole time. They actually stop and turn as if waiting. Jules, you read more into this. Okay. John Franklin is with a 14, he's upset. Something is wrong, and he's been carrying something that seems like it's been weighing him down more and more ever since your scene earlier in the desert. Ever since you let Trace go, and he he nodded. He wanted you to, and he just seems like he's been getting like more and more brought down by this. Something's weighing on his mind, that's all I'll tell you. Apart from that, up ahead, you notice the same thing. The two figures ahead of you stop and wait, and you get the impression... There's no danger in them, but there is something they want to talk to you about before you reach the town. You will—you can do what you want with this information.
0: All right, Jules will walk up and stand in between them, kind of looking out with them, not looking directly at them. Okay. Put his hands behind his back, kind of sway back and forth. What's going on, guys? And this is to uh, Yara and Grunt? Yes.
2: So you move up, you stop to them. Yara is... She takes you in, then nods. I have been thinking. If I am to return to our rural town, if I am to be seen, all of the blackmail Rune has will be released. He will know if you are alive and I am alive, That we have come to terms. This cannot do. I must Disappear. He must think you killed me. Grunt will be okay. Grunt can return. He cannot speak. Run cannot ask him. Rune won't bother. He'll just simply assume I died, and it will be that I can vanish and when the time comes to take him down I will find you.
0: We got you covered.
2: I will need to go invisible. For that and she gestures towards Zebulon. I will need my focus.
0: I've never seen a butterfly with six wings. This place is incredible. Bebulon, focus. She needs to focus, so you need to focus.
2: Oh, God. (laughs) Dude, I really don't want to give this thing back. It's up to you. I mean, for her to, like, pull this off. She'll need to go invisible, basically, just to get out of here without being seen. Rune's got eyes. And, I mean, not just his eyes. I mean, other eyes. He's got eyes everywhere. You know what I mean?
3: So... Why should we trust you and return this?
2: So long as Rune has blackmail of me, I cannot return to being seen, to being alive. I have perhaps more interest in stopping him, in defeating him than you do. I do not like Rune. I do not want to work for Rune. But I have to. Not for me, for my people. Well, if if I
3: give you this... You can use it on us and drag our bodies back to
0: Rune and say, Oh, look at what I did such a good thing, Master Rune. I think at this moment, Jules moves around to the other side of Grunt, takes off his glove, puts his hand onto Grunt's shoulder and says, This is just a precaution. Once we know you go, he's safe.
2: She looks between you two,
0: eyes wary. You gotta understand. I, I don't want to, but I understand. I do. George, this is cutthroat, but it's—I
2: uh, respect it. You will need to be cutthroat if you want to stop
0: Rune. This isn't trying to be cutthroat. This is just to ensure our safety.
3: Taking all my fun away, George.
0: <laughs> he fucking
3: tosses the fucking wand to her feet. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: just very carefully lowers down you know I
3: mean you could have just like got changed maybe some new clothes (laughs) you kind of you kind of stick out like that (laughs) why didn't you want me to have
2: that I I'm not gonna say anything it's too late now god
0: fuck oh Hang, on. <laughs> hang on. It's too hang late on.
2: for that now. Yeah. <laughs> I no,
0: gave you no your, your invisibility doesn't work on her. Oh, it doesn't? Itself. It, doesn't? It's, it's, itself. it does. No. It's, it's self. no, it's not. He's using I before. just always do it on myself. He's done it to Chester. It's anybody. Really? Think but, I think of disguise but, self. But I used all of my spell slots in that last fight. Oh shoot. So you have I do, once I a day I don't for have free. That anyway. mm, no. Yeah. What?
2: For shadow touch. You get to you get to use it without a spell slot once a day.
0: Well, we already passed that point, so. <laughs> I'm
3: genuinely a little upset.
0: <laughs> well, now I am, too. I can't believe I didn't think about that.
3: <laughs> Shit. Well, when you said you were pulling your glove off, that's what I thought you were doing. And then you were going over to Grunt, and I was like, wait. Oh. That's the wrong one to cast it on. No, that was my fault. Whoops. <laughs> and Yar's
2: like, I, all right, that's Whoops. it. Blast you both. <laughs> no. um,
3: she oh very careful. God. Shit,
2: son of a bitch. She very carefully listed up. It Fuck you, Yara <laughs> <laughs> Use her formal name It's Mesmer Eyes Mesmer Eyes Looks at you both You have shown me A great kindness I will repay it I will I will be watching you I will Smile slightly
0: Don't say it Don't do it, I, I Don't,
2: will do it. But Don't do it Smiles Don't do it I will have my eyes on (laughs) you.
3: Now now I'm even more upset. Uh,
2: God. And she vanishes. We're like five
3: minutes into the most upsetting episode (laughs) of Fantasy Pants.
2: I'm bringing the funny now because we won't be laughing by the time this episode ends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, boom. She disappears. You see tracks. You see grass swaying as she moves, basically, um, over to Grunt. What was it worth? Taps on him. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a focus. It's probably cool. It's, 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 I don't know. I didn't actually research it.
3: Oh, so you are just fucking with me.
2: It might have been worth some money. It's a rare, is it an antler from a rare beast from the world of Arnekek?
0: Yeah, it's worth a lot.
2: It was worth 100,000 gold. So <laughs> she uh, taps Grunt. You hear a visible. And he just looks up. Did you just say you hear a visible?
0: Yes, tap Yeah, he, he absolutely just did. That's what that's what I heard. You hear a visible tap.
2: You clean your ears. So <laughs> Grunt just oh. And you see he reaches down and like picks something up. Dropping it, putting it onto his shoulder. It's yars, he's invisible. You can't see what. But you he see. was he was our leverage to make sure she doesn't blast us. And now they're gonna walk away together? That was the idea. They're going into hiding. She didn't blast you. She said that well, he was going to be fine. I, yeah, I didn't he know, said you know, Grunt I didn't, was going to be fine. Yeah.
0: Since when are they going together? You said that he was going to, or she said Jules like. Oh, so he was he was just keeping fine.
2: Grunt until. Oh, yeah. Right, no. Jules like put okay. a gun I, I, to his I, I, head. Yes. It was I, like, know, I thought you were. You just leave. leave. I was holding him, let him go. hostage okay, until she's gone. Let's zip, 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 back. You see grass sway. You hear like maybe a tap. On to be some whispered words you don't quite make out and then grass <laughs> as she begins to move away from you going in the opposite direction and grunt just kind of looks over his eyes sort of following the moving grass and just says oi and just looks back at you oi pointing at your hand
0: I'll take my hand off
2: oi he just starts walking like slowly ahead of you he's heading towards a rural town still
3: as Zebulon watches
2: his back, he just mutters,
0: I fucking hate this town. <laughs> um It'll be over soon, Zeb. You know, Jules, I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Not for a
2: second. Well let's we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and you guys continue moving towards rural town?
0: Yes. Yep.
2: Now one short of your party, you begin to move you notice John Franklin lags behind for a moment just watching the moving grass watching the pathway that mesmerized just took looking far off and then with a shake of his head he turns and runs back to you as you press on you see a
3: Zebulon didn't notice anything (laughs) (laughs) Zebulon
2: saw an eight winged butterfly and lost his mind did you want me to talk to him now No, it's, it's eight winged now Six one before, that's an eight winged one over there. Oh damn. Yeah, it's crazy. Jeez.
0: Have you guys ever seen an eight winged butterfly? No, but I've seen a nine wing fashion shame! I, I don't know, dude you? you were kind of saying it slowly, like, do you want me to talk to John Franklin now?
2: No, I am just making sure it's out there that you notice he's upset by something. You don't need to bring it up. Okay. I mean, you know he's a very volatile turtle. He might not like it if you bring it up. Sorry, Turtle. We've discussed it before. He turtles no. are not turtles?
3: Don't don't even they do. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy, that's completely <laughs> up to you.
2: I, I, this
3: is a role-playing game.
2: Yeah, God exactly. Damn. Don't, don't, don't. When I do things like this, I'm not. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's, it's for you guys, for the back of your mind, and also for the audience. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm like, get I, in here, yeah. and lasso you into the scene. I, I think,
0: I think I'll, I think I'll let it simmer for right now. Okay. Given what just happened, just kind of let things settle a little bit. Okay. Tensions are high in the party. Yep. In many a ways. <laughs> With that. You
2: reach the edge of a rushing river seeming to move from one sort of glacial bay to the east to the more tropical bay that that rims the the sort of um, nature preserve, the inside of this diamond to the west. You see there's a singular bridge moving across it, a bridge that brings you to a rural town. The bridge itself is the first sign that things are different here. You see, it is this crystalline structure, strong and beautiful, ornate, with these sort of grand looking um, edges to it. What'd you call that? The structure that kind of like, you know, builds up around the bridge?
3: Like a wall.
2: Yeah, it's a grand looking wall. Bridge wall.
3: A wall around a bridge? And you see, like, like is like,
2: trusses is you see like the crystalline cables running from like like pillar to pillar all the way down across yeah, this rather large river and ahead of you you just see this grand spectacle of light and do you cross into a rural town
3: yeah let's go
0: i love a rural town <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You cross... I could could live here. Funky jam. Wait, this is actually it? Oh, my God. You cross this this bridge.
2: I love it. And as you do, you watch this rapid shift as all surrounding nature is drowned out. And you step onto rough diamond streets, shimmering with multicolored lights. Ahead and around you stands a mess of diamond domes, towers, and blocks. You see thick diamond cables seem to connect these buildings overhead, where strings of luminescent text swims from structure to structure running through these cables. this constant spread of information running between every building in town where anyone can see. You see you see Atash discover silent roar base, captures twenty members. You see Sereno claims six more victims on San Satian. You see benefactors send aid to families of God's Breath Tragedy. Just these snippets of news running all over the place before your eyes. All around you, the world is alive with swirling, vibrant color. Every facet of every building shimmers with it. Great spotlights dance in the air above you. Frozen images of advertisements and posing luminaries greet your eyes at every corner as well as live feeds of the network itself, which is currently running a special discussing the Mighty Pigman's upcoming Lucha Libre Challenge. There are not nearly as many people here as you would see in the outside, said Elle. and the ones you do see are very, very different. There are folks in white robes who seem rushed and frantic as they moved down the street, hurrying past well-dressed folk with easy smiles that just don't seem to touch their eyes. And almost nobody here seems to pay any mind to the luminaries. You see them here and there, moving between buildings or leaning against diamond walls. Figures who just stand out, wearing colorful attire and wielding impressive weapons and accessories. Many have their outfits or shields adorned by symbols, either representing themselves and their own sort of personal brand or their patron businesses, which, uh, hey, may be something for you guys to consider. These folks seem more laid back and casual here than they ever seem outside of this place. The luminaries just seem less big. They seem less grand. They're just people here. And you are in this place. You are in these streets. It is a world like you've never seen before. Every time your eyes catch those cables, music sort of erupts playing in your ears. Whenever you can see the text, it's just... It's a rural town, baby.
0: I feel like we just walked into, like, fantasy Los Angeles. Yeah, that's such an
3: upsetting idea that, like, (laughs) if you can see the rolling text, then the accompanying music it's like a a, just a constant like bullshit
0: social media feed yep yeah i I I, i imagine jules is he's getting really overstimulated right now it has to be a lot i mean this is your eyes look around and you realize
2: like it's luminaries it's crystal network like higher ups and 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 sort of the, the sort of magical architects who work on things behind the scenes, who can actually like work with the diamonds, the auroral diamond sort of secret, magical, very powerful features. It's it's the elite. This is where the speakers for the ancestors live and their personal staff and families. This is this is the elite of the elite. Hidden gem inside the auroral diamond.
0: I expected this to be a little more sacred.
3: We're rubbing elbows now, Jules, with the the Makers and the shakers of the world. You liking this, Zeb? Uh, this is where everything's gonna happen. Okay.
0: <laughs> Jules puts his face in his palm. Oh, God, what are we doing? Uh, Zeb grabs him by the shoulder.
3: Come on, Jules, can't you see it? Our names up on those lines.
2: Uh. Y'all know I can see it. A voice cuts in. Oh jeez. Hey. <laughs> and just behind you, you see uh, sort of heading your way, sort of pushing out of a building and beaming. Storyteller Oren. See, y'all made it. Took you a longer than I thought. Oren,
3: this place is incredible. Hey, isn't that right? Wow. So many, I mean, there's a lot of diamonds. So many diamonds.
2: It's a uh, far cry from God's breath, huh?
3: Yeah, I mean. Take some getting used to. Are any of
2: these, like, coming loose, or? <laughs> no, I, in fact, it's near indestructible. You can't break any part of this town. I have no idea, no one does, how Kajal Kamal managed to mold the diamond the way he does. No one can do it still. I mean, after discovering the network way, way back when, I mean, man's incredible, that's why he's a legend. But hey, nothing about the past. Let's talk about your future, huh? Yeah, let's,
3: um. yeah, take us, uh, you know, wherever. So y'all met the incarnate then, right? <laughs> yeah. And? Yeah,
0: Not not without a little bit of trouble.
2: What do you mean?
3: Didn't like you? Uh, well, that's not really, I mean, no, but um, <laughs> we we had a bit of a tussle out there. There was a uh, tussle. Sort of an ambush.
2: Who the hell ambushed you? Do you know Rune Rasong? His features darken at the name. Y'all didn't get mixed up with Rune, did you? Tell me, y'all didn't get mixed up with Rune. No, well, no. Whatever he offered Ju- you, it ain't worth it. Jules wait, 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 I him. Said- no,
0: that's the reason.
2: Jules punched him. What? <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs>
3: that, was, God that, was, damn. that was
0: fast. That was very quick. All right. <laughs> All right. No, we, we didn't get in with him, and that's why he's after us. I see. Well. We need to tell. Zeb shoots Jules a look. Yeah, he just doesn't like us for some reason. <laughs> I mean,
2: Orin looks very troubled. He's just kind of shaking his, you know, scratching his beard.
1: Yeah. But. This ain't good. Rune, let's just say he knows a lot of people in high places, luminaries and such. Well, we we sent
3: those lackeys packing, just like the rest of them. Jules shoots Zebulon the same look.
2: <laughs> and we kicked some serious ass. I Should I be worried about y'all? Should we... I can see if we're getting some kind of guard or something. I don't know what I can really do, but...
0: I think (laughs) we're good for now, but uh, he might come back.
3: Yeah, Zeb shrugs his shoulders. We don't need no stinking guard.
2: Please. (laughs) Well, all right, all right. I mean, yes, y'all are my guard, so... Who might have sent people to help you? I know if I'm in danger, I'm calling you guys. But just be careful, all right? Stay wary. He's got some big allies.
3: Yeah, let, let us take care of Rune, but but if you hear anything,
2: just, uh, you know, give us a heads up. All right. Now, I think it's time we got you all your passports. Soon you become full-fledged luminaries, you got all your paperwork,
1: you know, eyes dotted, T's crossed, you'll be a lot safer then.
3: Yeah, we, we, we've got places to go. How
2: long is this going to take?
1: Not long at all. I, actually, uh,
2: again, I've been called up to be your guide through here, and, well, next step is I don't know how y'all gonna feel about this, but uh, you gotta meet with a speaker from your world. They're in office right now, hours are open. They've got your passports, they've got your
0: papers. I am not looking forward to this. Neither am I. Fuck. Can we, like, swap, or...? (laughs) pray that ain't part of the deal, and they wanna meet you with y'all alone. That was. Oh, I was just gonna ask if we can go together. Is that normal? Oh my god! I mean, normally it's the case, but they were very, very
2: uh, firm about it. Y'all are supposed to go alone.
3: Well, I mean, we could just, we could just show up.
0: Yeah, why not? What are they gonna do? Kill us? <clears throat> um, I, I, Jules will give Zeb a little nudge with his elbow. They can try, ha. <laughs> you know it.
2: Um. John Franklin just, like, immediately perks up at all this, just,
4: yes, yes, finally, my goal's at hand. Where are we going? I must see to this now.
0: John, are you going to be good?
4: Oh, I'll be more than good. Finally, finally, I can pass on the, well, the information I have. Finally, I can bring justice to those who've, well, brought dishonor to my world and my house.
3: Joan, we can come with you. I don't care about what these people have to say. At
0: the very least, we could wait outside the door.
4: No, you've done enough for me already. This is my glory, and I... I'd like to be alone anyway, for a moment.
0: Look at my eyes.
4: What, what? <laughs> very nice eyes.
0: Are you gonna be good?
4: Absolutely.
0: Make sure you take a short rest. Can I roll a check on that? Sure. Roll insight. 17. There is a major conflict
2: playing out somewhere behind those eyes, but he doesn't feel concerned about this meeting. This meeting he has every confidence in. He, he, he thinks he's going to go in there and drop whatever bomb he's going to drop, and it's all going to play out perfectly. What's bothering him is not that.
0: Okay. Jules won't Jules won't press it any further
2: so Jean just very eagerly
4: by the stadium correct and or
0: yeah you know a lot about this place
4: I've been preparing for some time now and well I'm not getting a passport but they will meet with me yes yeah they'll meet with you all right then and I think
2: he just turns back to you guys
4: good luck
0: you too friend
4: yeah he walks away <laughs> nice
0: I, I try to make moments i try to make moments and this is this is what i get
2: you guys are left you see jean moving uh you see there's a very large you saw away too there's a large amphitheater like stadium structure sort of at the very center point of this town and Jean is D-lining for that, um, pushing people out of the way ahead of them. People are running past me, just boom, knocks them to the side. Like, out
4: of my way.
3: <laughs> well, well, so wait, aren't, aren't we going the same way? Yeah, are they all in the same place? You could ask. Or, are they all in the same place? <laughs> it's like one of those things where we say goodbye and then we walk in the same direction.
2: <laughs> uh, you just, yeah, you see the amphitheater there? That's the meeting place for the speakers of the ancestors. It's sort of the main focal point for the, uh, well, the Aurora Diamond's power where you can activate a lot of the deeper
1: functions of this place holy shit
2: all around it the uh the buildings you'll see those are the 25 sort of manners that belong to the speakers they all live close
3: and so we have to go right now
2: you can take your time if you want just get there before nightfall
3: why before nightfall
2: 'Cause then they're not open they're sleeping. The speakers go to sleep too, oh, you know. It's
3: not like a. It's
2: that he literally zombie. said they're open
3: right now. Okay. It's not a twenty four seven sort of
2: now people have to sleep, Z. Even the speakers? Yeah, even what <laughs> <laughs> <Orin> walks away. <laughs> he's walking he's walking to the he's walking to the amphitheater. Some guy. <laughs> Come on.
3: Alright, George, let's um get the shopper with. Let's go do it.
2: All right down these streets taking in the light show and I think in a blur you find yourself standing at the edge of this amphitheater looking around the sort of open plaza that surrounds it and a number of like larger structures all of them very differently shaped you see a couple of like larger looking domes uh, more squared out sort of buildings there's one that's very tall a large sort of pointed diamond structure taller than the rest but like narrower as well and Orin points to that and says
1: there'll be yours Jules
2: you see on the far other end basically almost the polar opposite side as you're kind of approaching this stadium from the front he points to the east side of the stadium for the spire that belongs to Cyrilla LaRoche LaRoche let's get this right now um
0: I forgot that she's the fucking speaker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for real. God damn. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be bad. That was the whole. Yeah. I know. I. I. I just, it's something that slipped my mind. Oh my goodness. This, this is, is gonna, gonna be... be bad. Yeah. This is bad.
2: And I'll say, while Cirilla's is the tallest, Cholet's is the biggest. He gestures That's to not the in west,
0: to this grand, mm.
2: gigantic, sort of dome-shaped um, structure, just, just almost dwarfing the other ones. And gestures, that's yours, Zeb. Your grandmother's waiting. Zeb, like, swallows real hard.
3: <laughs> All right. Um, well, I guess um, I-,
0: I hope I come out with a passport. Jules is going to pull Zeb in for a hug. Be strong, Zeb. Pat on the back. You be strong.
3: <sighs> yeah, thanks. Um,
2: Oren's getting in on that.
3: Oh, are we
2: like this yet? Are we close like this? Oh, nah. oh, come of a... Thanks, yeah. That's, all right, mm-hmm. nice.
0: Thanks for you're you're a good guide. Yeah, right, Jules, yeah Jules, Jules will pull him in too.
4: <laughs> Jules, Jules will get him <laughs> in on this
0: <laughs> on this group hug. <laughs> this might be the last time we all see each other. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Let's let's rip this bandaid off and
3: then get to Saint Because
2: <laughs> yep. Hugged you tight. Let's go for a second this. Oh wait, one more. Give this to Keanu for me. Give you another hug.
3: No. Oh. Oh, oh yes, yes. Okay. How nice. do you guys that's, uh, that's a long hug. You're a <laughs> long hugger.
2: <laughs> oh, we're so unhinged because we all know so much bad's about to happen. Is that? Yes.
0: <laughs> I feel uh, that, yeah, at this point we're stalling and I'm okay with that. Even
2: I'm stalling. <laughs> I have the notes. <laughs> And I'm stalling. He steps back and gives you a nod. What are you guys doing? You have two different directions for your two different objectives.
0: I think we've said enough. Yeah. I think Jules just nods and turns around and starts walking in.
2: Okay. We'll cut the music for just a moment here. I want to know, and you can tell me, who's going first? First.
3: Isn't this the same time, sort of? Rock, paper, scissors. Well, no. I mean, who's opening oh, C no. oh, first? Oh, okay. I thought you meant like who's going to go. I'm see asking the
2: game? players. Oh, Let, let's
0: flip this pick from Hooli Forge. Oh yeah, there Excellent. we go. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. All right, the makers right. mark his heads, blank yep. his tails. All right, you call it. No, it's your, it's your uh, pick. pick. Right. Zeb is heads. Jules is tails. God damn it. Jules is going in first. Oh, thank fuck.
2: <laughs> All right, then. Jules, you move around this theater, approaching this crystalline spire. The first thing that catches your attention is that there are two men standing outside the one sort of singular entrance coming off the, the main sort of thoroughfare here. You see one is a LaRoche family guard in fine plate armor, in a blue and white tabard. In the other is a very familiar man wearing shield bearer brass. And you know, the one that's sort of facing you now, face locked in a scowl, is Jessinth Kellig. <sighs> His eyes locked onto you as you get closer and closer.
4: Jules?
1: <laughs> Ever the rat? And here you are crawling out from the darkness. And you're gonna regret crawling out where you can be seen. Looks like you're still trying to crawl out
0: from your. Got him.
3: (laughs) 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 From your butt.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) Ah! Never in my life!
0: (laughs) Well, look where I'm at now. Looks like you're still trying to crawl out of whatever swamp you came from. I'm a luminary. What are you?
2: His face just kind of goes red. And there's something so defeated about him. You have to wonder, I mean, after his last showing, getting sent away by Arhalon, losing a letter, a very precious letter carrying some very precious information, what has happened to him since.
1: His eyes just lock on you. Luckily for you, this isn't about us, but I'll have my day. Brother!
2: He turns around, snapping at the man behind him. And you look up to see the LaRoche guard in plate armor who stands at the door, Cirilla's personal guard. And I would like you to describe this character, Jeremy.
0: Jules is looking at Dresden Kellig He's a pretty tall, fit gentleman, uh, long brown, greasy hair. you know, he, he's, he's seen a lot of you know seen a lot of shit, doesn't keep himself up all that much. He's got an eye patch over his left eye, which covers, clearly a large wound. There's a scar that he has from the top of the left of his forehead, all the way down, under the eye patch, all the way down to his chin. Wow. And you can kinda I'll leave it up to the imagination what it looks like under the eye patch. Ooh. Yeah. That's all I got right now.
2: Who uh who got the looks in the family here?
0: Oh, Imagine... Dresden. Dresden's still got the looks. kinda like I mean for for Marvel fans, picture like picture Bucky. Ooh and, yeah. And that's that's exactly who the image that came into my mind when I when I think of Dresden. Alright. You know, all right. when, you know. Bucky with an eye patch and a large scar going down the left side of his face. That's it.
2: Jethen's just like turns to his brother, makes a gesture with his hand, very aggressive, just you know, sort of wiping the air with you. Sort of storms off to the side. As he does so, you catch Je- uh, Dresden's eyes as he opens his hand up towards the door, pressing a certain spot, whispering some un- unheard word. The door begins to open, and your eyes move instinctively to his other hand where in a brief second a flash so fast it's barely registered you see he raises two fingers and puts them away an old sign two enemies ahead and he simply nods towards you the door
1: opens
0: Jules gives Dresden a nod walks in. All right.
2: You move past him into this spire. As you step in, you can see maybe there's some staff inside that kind of like wave you a certain direction. You look into this room that's just so lavishly furnished. Just paintings of all sorts uh, hanging up on these sort of crystalline walls. You see a great staircase moving up in the middle to higher floors. But you are gestured to a room straight in the back, a private office, where Serlo would have her meetings.
0: I keep going. I don't think I look around at the lavishness. I think my face is straightforward the entire way. Hell yeah. I don't give a shit.
2: You push through this room, move to the back. Another servant at the door sees you, whispers his own command word, touching a similar spot on this door, and again, <laughs> slides open. And you see your cousin up close for the first time in how long?
0: I don't remember how long it's been. Did we discuss this? I don't think we ever did. I don't think we ever did. I I think think it's, it's probably been probably at least a few years before I left. So, I mean, we were probably around, you know, 10. Yeah. Maybe. She was a bully then and she's a bully now. Yeah.
2: And you've said it before, she is the spitting image of your mother, just a younger, maybe less fierce version. She's always had this hate for you. You are always so damn special. And you can see that same hatred now. Her eyes are cold as she sits behind her desk, a lavish chair, a number of like files and such revolved off to one side, fine brandies and a little uh, stand on one side. And she speaks.
4: Come in, Jules.
0: Nice desk you got there.
2: She doesn't rise to it, just waits, pleasantly, until you step through the threshold.
0: I step through. Okay.
2: You step through, the door behind you closes. That smile drops. Your eyes look down just in front of her. There is couple papers just resting on the desk. One looks like a little like leather almost like a little wallet resting on top of uh, some larger certificate or something. You know that's what you're here for. Just got a hand resting on top of it as if wanting for all the world never to let you touch it.
4: Why don't you take a seat
0: Jules? Jules will walk up slowly and he's not going to sit in the chair. He's going to lean on the back with his elbows. So you're like Leaning on the desk? Uh, No, I'm I'm standing behind the chair, chair, leaning forward with my elbows on the back of the chair.
2: Okay. There's a long moment, you guys just staring at each other.
4: She raises an eyebrow and smiles. Well, where is it? Didn't you promise you were going to kill me? And now you found your way into my office. Here you are. I didn't give you a timetable. (laughs) Ever the Comedian. You do have the worst jokes. Jules the Roche Luminary for the Citadel Hero of God's breath and some sunko <laughs> that is that's funny.
0: Yeah, you never saw that one coming, did you? No. No I didn't.
2: Just grimacing. It won't last. You think you have what it
4: takes to make it in this city? You have no idea what it takes What it's already taken from me. You'll go gallivanting off to your little people. You'll run away, screaming.
0: All those little people are bigger than you're ever going to be.
2: I... She stands up from her chair just like, I will not... And she freezes. And her eyes, furious at you, change an in instant.
0: Can I roll a perception check to see who else is in the room? You can. It's only a 12.
2: That's enough for you to see that... Her eyes go wide with fear. Fuck. They move not to you, but beyond your shoulder. Yep. And you hear a soft footstep on the diamond floor. And before you can react, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw.
3: Uh-oh.
0: This is not good. No. This is not good the at all. The den now. Oh, my... <sighs> Eight on the die Minus two
2: How does Jules react When he realizes There's someone behind him
0: When he realizes
2: Who is behind him
0: He doesn't look because he knows who's behind him
2: So you stay in the same position Still leaning on that chair
0: The cool principal position Yes No that that would be like putting my leg (laughs) Putting my foot On the butt of the chair, lifting my leg up, hiking my pants up. I I call that the cool gym teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll say this. He doesn't doesn't turn his body around. He looks over his shoulder and just glares sideways out of his eyes. You
2: do this, and then your body is frozen. Of course it is. As you are under the effects of hold person. You see a hand outstretched, slender, white fingers glowing with magical energy. And Cerise LaRoche, with this easy, calm smile, steps out from the back of the room, her body becoming visible as she had been cloaked before in a very similar magic to the one you actively use. Oh, Jules. Finally. Your body is locked tight. You cannot move your mouth. You can only glare. And her eyes flicker from you back to Cirilla. Cirilla, leave us. Cirilla just... You, you can't see her now. She's, you know, behind where you're facing. You can hear her almost like with some upset just standing up. <laughs> He's... He's nothing. We don't need him. I'm the one who leave us. Without another word, just a long, agonized breath. You can hear your cousin just moving swiftly out of the room. A whispered word, an open door, and then
0: Did I hear what the whispered word was? Or can I roll for it?
2: Hmm.
0: Paralyzed, but I can still hear. Go
2: ahead and roll for it. Go roll perception.
0: Okay. Nah, probably not going to do it. It's a ten.
2: Yeah, you don't quite make it out. Maybe there's an S to start it off. The rest was too quiet.
0: Okay. And
2: would like you to make another save. It's been long enough for you to try again.
0: Nope. Three on the die, minus two.
2: You try to fight these invisible bonds holding you, and your mother steps forward. Moves right up to you. Places a slender hand against your neck taken in your face a hand that you know is so much
1: stronger than it looks Jules you are magnificent absolutely beautiful
2: I can sense it your power has grown so much her hand trails down your arm to your glove on your hand and she just squeezes and just like Almost just takes in this long Delighted breath
4: Ah, oh, jewels. And here you are A luminary
2: You may actually get Storyteller Orin on your side Already with the powerful allies There are so many allies For you to gain Orin's usefulness is Waning The speakers have I'm under close watch now. Cirilla has seen to that. The girl does have some uses. It's time for you to accept
1: your role with me.
2: Make another check.
0: 14 this time. Are you kidding me?
2: It's almost... You can feel almost, but like your mother is
0: powerful. I mean be fair this is probably for the best
4: oh yeah (laughs) this is very much for the
0: best yeah you should stay where you're at yeah
4: i admit
2: my power base is not what it was before tythos before the fall but my allies in other worlds and
4: well my role under the horned one they still give me power and i've been waiting for you to hand that power off God, Steve.
3: (laughs) Just like over here in the corner, like popping popcorn.
2: (laughs) God. Her eyes just take you in sharply. Now, Cirilla, I don't know how much longer the speakers will harbor a politician from a world that no longer exists. Right now, her entire position is reliant on the Soft hearts of the other worlds. She holds no real power. She is useless. She has always been useless, but not
4: you, Jules. Your power does not come from soft hearts. It is innate an overflowing well, I saw
2: to that. You are special. And she's like right up in your face now as she speaks. hand just gently... Stroking at the top of your pompadour. Make another save?
0: Nope. Oh, Nine. Just,
2: what What's going through your mind right now? You're trying so hard to fight off this.
0: I don't think... There's not really a whole lot going through Jules' mind. I think at this point, he knows and understands that it's probably better just to not say anything. And it's... It's not... That's not from a position of being scared to say anything he just feels more more powerful and more in control. It's
3: maybe from a position of being under a hold person and you can't say
2: anything. But even without, I mean...
0: I wasn't... I, Jeremy as a player was not planning on saying much. Right,
2: right. Interesting.
0: Also, Jeremy as a player is really pissed off that I didn't think about grabbing the diamond and hitting record before I came in here.
3: Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, oh. fair. Yeah.
0: With that information? Mm.
2: You see Cerise just suddenly takes a step back from you and with this almost supernaturally quick flutter of dark skirts vanishes from your view. You can hear the chair behind you as she sits behind the desk in Cirilla's place. Now, son, I want you to understand that if you want to protect your little people, if you want to save the Children, you've come to
4: love so much. You will hear me out.
2: And you feel the magic evaporates around you. Cerise sits at the desk, her hand, her fingers drumming on the passport. Do you do anything?
0: No. Jules just turns his head to stare at her.
2: You will find, as you press onwards into this new life, that great shadow surrounds your spotlight. The cult has already helped many luminaries survive these dark waters, and they have flourished. Now that you've reached this far, you need to know the right people if you want to thrive, if you want to stay alive, even. And you do know the right people, Jules. Did you think that a mother would ever give up on her son? I was so glad to hear you survived, Tythos, and yet I knew, I knew you would. You would not die so easily.
4: You have too large a destiny for that. Now I know you won't accept my hand. Not
2: yet. But the time will come. when you will. She slides the passport towards you. She's keeping two fingers still on it.
0: Jules grabs it quickly off the table.
2: Roll athletics check.
0: For a piece of paper?
2: She's got fingers on it and she is
0: strong. A four is not going to do it. You go to
2: grab it and you, yeah, you hold it. Her fingers easily pressing the passport down to the table.
0: I don't try to tug of war it away. Once... Once I feel that she's got it, I let it go.
2: She just beams at you, gently lifts it, and holds it out to you and says, Oh, and good luck on San Tian. Chesanth Kellig lost a formal document of mine during a struggle with you. Don't worry, I'm not upset. But you should be wary. Your father is not as understanding as I am. If you meddle in his affairs, he will kill you.
0: Are we done? Oh,
2: My son. We're just getting started. She puts the passport in your hand.
0: I grab the passport, fold it up and put it in my pocket, and walk toward the door. Can I open the door, or does it have to be opened for me? As you get close,
2: it strangely just opens. You see, like, as it opens up, there's a figure on the other side. Maybe there's, like, a small stone near his ear. and He steps to the side. It's one of the servants.
0: Before I crossed the threshold, I turned my head just like I was when I was frozen. You are just the woman who had me. And you are too arrogant and stupid to realize that your time is up and you have failed in everything you've tried to do. And I turn my head back and walk through the door.
2: The last thing you see is her smile.
1: Zebulon.
0: No,
2: not Zebulon. Your turn. It's your turn. And we'll call it (laughs) (laughs) there. It's the next two-parter. Zebulon, you approach the door to Sholei's massive, like, dome-shaped manor. As you come close, the shield bear at the doorway takes you in. Um, Zebulon, hey, um, I I, am a huge fan. I was there on, uh, on Tythos. I saw you clear the way to the Sapphire. I just...
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, Tythos was, um, Tythos was really, it was really tough. Wow. You were there,
2: huh? And, and, Wow, you're you're here for your passport, right? That's what I, I mean, I, I I'll be I'll be watching. I, hey,
3: thanks. Um, um, what's your name?
2: And Zeb reaches a,
3: a handout hand out to shake. Uh, Brent. It's it's really yeah, it's really great to meet you, Brent. <laughs> wow. Um,
2: sorry. He, you should go in. She's um. <laughs> good luck in there.
3: Yeah. How's um?
2: So not good. He doesn't say anything. But his posture tells you everything. He just turns to the door, touches it in the right spot, whispers a command, and it opens.
3: Uh, well, uh, wish me luck, Brent.
2: I already—I did just a minute ago, like a second ago. Double,
3: did... double lock. Oh yeah, know.
2: sir. Shit, lock again. Thanks. Double luck. No you cr- don't need it though, because there's Ebulon.
3: Yeah. No, no crashes count. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you move inside, where. Cirilla's home was what you might expect from a politician. Just this lavish, lavish, sort of well-furnished, well-decorated building. Tall and impressive. Chole's is so bizarre.
4: You step into this
2: vast, open space. This crystal
1: cavern.
2: It reminds you for a moment of Xena's. A dragon's hoard, except, no, this is different. You see stacks and stacks and stacks of files and papers and neat rows, sort of almost lining a, a sort of open walkway, heading straight towards the back. You see dozens of recording diamonds lining the edges of this paperwork. You see that Cholet's treasure is found in written word and recordings, not any kind of material wealth, but this is a hoard. You see this path in the midst of these stacks leading all the way to the back to a large form sitting in the darkness. All you can make out amongst the shadow is the outline of scowling dagger teeth backlit by bright flame.
3: Zebulon starts to walk forward from the way back of the room.
2: Uh, hey, Shelly! It's me, Zebulon! The figure steps forward, or her face catches the light, or her brass scales shine
1: brilliantly.
2: You see her full draconic majesty, Shole in her natural form,
1: towering and fierce.
2: And and you know that Shole does not enter her draconic form easily. Her Use of it during the fall of the sapphire was one of the only times she's publicly actually shown herself in that way. This is a private thing you're witnessing, and you see that there are a number of scales missing. Interesting, but she steps into the light, her eyes boring down on you. Trying to decide if she has a different voice to the dragon.
3: (laughs) 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 Go ahead, make it harder for yourself.
2: I know, right? I, I think I have to.
1: ZEBULON Black Black I've been meaning to ask you How long you've known About your mother I suppose I shouldn't be surprised Your horns The coloring of your scales There was no hiding it forever But to think You would take That name in lieu of mine.
3: Well, 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 I mean, you, you drove me away from it, from brass. I drove you away from foolishness. Well, it, it it might be foolish, but you can't stop me now. Um, the, the, the it's all over the crystal network, and 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 people will be mad. Do you think yourself clever? Child I mean at least clever enough.
1: I do as well.
3: I, I was almost killed just earlier today. And I was clever enough for that. So it's already
1: begun. I wanted so badly to protect you, and to think you could summon such lofty allies as Orrin. I hadn't expected it. So you have your win, Sebulon. I'll give you your credentials, your passport. I will make you a luminary, but you will first hear three things. You will know three things. Do you accept?
3: I mean, yeah, of course I accept. Grandmother, we don't have to be enemies.
2: The the incarnate said that you could help me. She takes another step. Boom,
1: pounding on the floor. Her massive leg just driving in front of you as her body shifts forward. First, know that you've entered a game that you cannot hope to win. To survive and prosper as a luminary, you will be forced to choose between a plethora of lesser evils. You will lose yourself in the system or you will lose your life. This network, this place is corrupt to its core and I have spent the last 50 years in a losing battle against it. What do you think you can do?
3: Well, I mean, I guess we're, we're already luminaries that don't send anybody to jail, I think, so... I mean, it seems like we're probably on the same side.
2: Just a long, growling breath. i done a lot of breaths, this one. Let's not do that. It's a long growl.
3: The guys who tried to kill us, we, we let them go. You don't intend to follow the role of Atash. I mean, after a stern talking to, and they stole their weapons, I mean, I had to give one of them back, but... <laughs> the, the, the prison, it,
1: it's, it's too much. It's not fair. Of course it's not fair. But that is the system. You want to change it, yet you're now a part of it. You can't change it from the inside. I have been working tirelessly. Have you You, tried? You don't understand anything. You don't know what I have been putting... You don't know what I have sacrificed in the position you've put me in now. That is the second thing you will know that your actions hold dire consequences. Your brother trained you in the art of dueling, and so you must understand. A person's strength is easily overshadowed by their weaknesses. And you are my weakness, Sebulon. You break me. You break your brother. Know that every step you take on this fool ambition of yours will break your family again and again.
3: Well, if if... if somebody would If somebody would let me help instead of just Trying to shut me away. You
1: could have helped by staying
3: out of it. That's not helping
2: That's not a life. I can't live like that
1: (laughs) Another step forward my protection hurt you That's your argument You will stand before me and tell me that I hurt you by keeping you safe in the same sentence that you will admit that you fought, barely survived by the looks of things, an encounter earlier today. you, You still look like you're in bad shape.
3: Yeah, he's got eight hit points here.
1: Already, you find yourself in danger. It's not just you, Sebulon. You are my weakness. My enemies will come for you. You endanger yourself, your family, and your friends. You can argue all you want that your life was no life for you, but your choice here is selfish.
3: Then then why are you protecting me? Why? Why? I I mean, this this doesn't feel like,
1: like love. Step forward. Approach me. You will know a third thing.
3: Yeah, Zebulon will take a step forward.
2: You approach. At this point, she stands towering above you. And I imagine you feel very, very small. You step forward, and she lunges at you. You feel strong claws wrap around you in a blur of speed yanking you violently forward. You are pulled, pressed into her chest. Her great wings close around you, blotting out the outside room. And you are locked in an embrace. What? What? You feel boiling tears falling around you as Xolei's face lowers and hangs just above you. And she whispers a voice only for you. You will know that whatever
1: happens now, I love you. With all the fire in my breast, with every scale in my body, I love you, Sebulon. And I cannot protect you now, but I can offer you this. My love and my blessing. And in this place,
2: everything begins to glow with a soft orange. You can feel a great warmth pressing in around you and then filling you, surging through your veins, pooling in your chest and your heart. You feel a well of power opening within you, and you have gained the gift of the metallic dragon feet. Oh, holy shit!
3: This
1: is not what I was expecting. Sabulon, whatever name you take, whatever path you choose, just know that I love you. I pushed you away, but I, I wanted to save you. I've always done what's right for you.
3: I. I... I love you too, Sholei, and you you scare me to death, but I, I, I just want to fly too. I want to be my own, you know.
2: I know. You feel her pull away, the wings opening up around you, the room visible again, the warmth swiftly retreating. You see the warmth fade from her as well, from her eyes. That usual coldness slowly overtaking her features again. The mask is back on.
3: Xolei, I... I need your help. I don't... I don't know where to go. What to do about Arhalan? I'm still new at all this, and... and I'm scared. I mean, the... the worlds are falling, and it's, it's not just Tythos, is it?
1: She looks away from you, and that's it very thing I most wanted to protect you from. The truth I never wanted you or your brother to know. I'm scared, too.
2: And she picks up her paw, claw, is it dragons of paws? No, will go. Takes, her, takes her hand up, her paw, and you see resting on the ground before you is a wallet-like passport, a certificate beneath.
3: Mm, Zibulon bends down to pick him up.
2: I, I know that this,
3: this won't help me save the world. Kind of your job right now, but but this will help me save my friends. That's kind of all I can do right now.
2: Stay safe,
1: grandson. Pretty strong now.
2: She turns and begins moving back into the shadows at the back of the room.
3: But, but wait, what What can I do about Arhon? He's... Have you seen him?
1: I have. He spoke to me a few days ago. He requested leave from the Citadel. To go on a humanitarian mission. To put his healing magic to some use. Naturally, he has ulterior motives, but... I hope he finds his heart again. When he's faced with good people in true and dire need.
3: Where's he going?
1: San Sitian. To help with the victims of Sereno. W- what's Sereno? Doesn't matter. I suggest you stay away from your brother. You can't help him. You, you can only hurt him more. He bears deep wounds. You, You both do. And there's something else, Zebulon. You don't understand the weight of what you have done. You can't, and that is my fault. But we are on opposing sides now. You may not believe it, but it is true. I love you, Zebulon. But I can never trust you. We will not meet like this again.
3: With a stiff lip, Zebulon curtly nods his head and turns to leave.
2: That great form behind you slowly lowers, fully vanishing into the shadows. That soft, growling breath. It could be crying. And you push your way past the files past the recording diamonds lined up all around you through this horde of information away from your grandmother and back towards the exit. And as you step out into the plaza, you on the western side of the great amphitheater and Jules on the eastern, the two of you, Finally, holding your certificates, your passports, finally facing down that last hurdle. You have finally become luminaries. And we'll call it there.